Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Snell Nation. Let's talk about the CDC. Now, I've talked about them a couple times here and there. And I spoke a little bit about, well, last year, um, when they were pushing the uh, the eviction uh, moratorium, uh, I believe it was last summer, fall, right, right in that little that little sweet spot. And so many people were so excited and, you know, thought it was such a great thing. You know, hooray, you know, someone's taking action. But I, I asked the question, who the heck is the CDC? I mean, as far as pushing something out that is supposed to equate to something from our legislative branch. Or have the American people, have we drifted so far away? from the constitution and, and, uh, our, our hierarchy of government and the way it's formed that we just have forgotten how things work or that there's three branches, executive, judicial, legislative. Um, the fact that the CDC can even push something like this. And I, I said this most of last year, the fact that they can push something like this through and so many people can, make it legitimate from their participation and their and their interest and excitement you know it just calls into question just where we are uh, as a country as a whole i guess you could say as a collective so here we are again where they extended this eviction uh, moratorium order and once again the the people are excited you have members of Congress um, also treating as, hey, you know, this is a great idea. And, and of course, members of Congress would see it that way because it saves them from having to do their job and have to do any more work um, or for them to have to take any heat over everything that's happened thus far. Because make no mistake, you know, this isn't um, no matter how clever they are with the wording, you know, th this isn't about. COVID and its damage that it's done to the country. You know, when people talk about, you know, unemployment, you know, went through the roof in, in 2020 because of COVID, uh, hundreds of thousands of small businesses disappeared forever and just fell into obscurity and just, just nothingness, you know, because of COVID, you know, the country descended into mass chaos because of COVID. Uh, yeah, you say that, but when you really look into it, you step back for a minute, you know, just kind of just give it a good, good look over just, just where we are and everything that's happened. Each of these events were easily predictable. And in each situation, in each scenario, there's a, there's a bunch of bureaucrats and politicians that made it worse. So when someone says, you know, uh, like this eviction moratorium, it has to apply to, you know, places that are, you know, hardest hit by this by this virus, and uh, because of all the, the the unemployment and all these problems, it's like, well, no, it's 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 the government's response or the the reaction to the alleged problem that created all this. So, you know, I'm not going to run and give a bunch of high fives 
um, to individuals leading different organizations that are making things worse or that caused the problem to begin with. You know, and the same thing can be said about and I can go on and on about our Congress. Um, but, uh, hey, Congress decided to reimburse the National Guard, the five hundred and twenty one million dollars owed from that inauguration uh, fiasco, that show of force to let the people know exactly who's in charge and what really matters and, and how dare you desecrate the cathedral, the almighty cathedral at the Capitol. You can you, you, you pesky uh, peasants can just go and dance around and burn down your own neighborhoods and uh, your local businesses and everything. That's perfectly fine. And protest a bunch of ridiculous causes that don't really mean anything in the grand scheme of things. But it'll make you feel good. But you do all that stuff in your own backyard. How dare you come to our cathedral and desecrate it? You know, so we're going to show you exactly how strong we are and who's really in control. And that that's exactly what it felt like anyway. So Congress signs off. Hey, we're going to reimburse you. Well, that's that's great and all, but it's it's your fault that this happened. <laughs> Just like the the uh, a lot of our governors and in, in, in the way that how quickly they answered the call from D.C., you know, and I'm not coming back around. I'm, gonna, I'm not giving high fives for that. I mean, you made it worse and you 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 caused the problem, you know, so we have the CDC. Yay. You know, they're extending the eviction moratorium order. Hooray. OK, well, who who gave them that authority? Well, I don't, where do they fall in the pecking order? Where do they fall in a hierarchy? You know, or are we just we get so wrapped up in everything that's going on and so just easily distracted. And there's endless amounts of distraction, especially well, in the 2020s. That we don't take the time to uh, really step back and, and evaluate anything. If it, if it gets a little too complicated, we just leave it to the, the big brains. We leave it to um, uh, the politicians and the bureaucrats and the, and the CEOs. And, the you know, we, we let them figure out the, these difficult, difficult tasks. You know, we're just a bunch of worker bees. That, that's it. <laughs> you know, but if we just pause for a second. This is something that, you know, this, the CDC, they they don't have this right. And I know what you're going to say. You know, hey, wait a minute. Well, wasn't there a, a ruling on this that happened? And didn't the Supreme Court, you know, did, didn't they back them up on this? And uh, sure, yes, they did. There was a vote. And uh, and, and it went forward to uh, um, to actually continue and, and leave it in place, I should say, leave in place um, the uh, moratorium on evictions. So it was a closed vote, five to four. Um, Kavanaugh was the was the big deciding vote. And that's fine. You, you can say that. But the only reason that, you know, he voted for was because it was set to expire anyway on uh, July the 31st. That was the, the only reason it was just Hey, we're almost there. So let's just leave it there. Plus, it gives us, you know, all more time to dig more into this later. So they let it fly. And of course, that time passes and then 
boom, you know, we pass uh, July 31st, and then here we are again. Um, but the big thing that people fail to realize is this isn't really legal. <laughs> the, the, the CDC doesn't actually have the authority to do this. They don't have the authority to, to issue any uh, moratorium of this kind essentially against businesses. These, these, these are businesses, you know, we're talking about real estate entities and, and landlords and all that stuff. And the CDC can tell a landlord, Hey, you can't evict this person. That's not paying you rent. I mean, I, I know, I know we're all about feeling good as opposed to doing good. And, and that's where the focus. So if it looks good on paper and it sounds good and it feels good, then it must be good. So, hey, stopping landlords from evicting people. You know what? That's a good thing. Yeah, because of what the pandemic has done to them or, or you know, caused them to lose their job and, and all that. Well, which it sounds good at first, but <clears throat> when you peel back the layers and really look at it, is it, though? And I don't understand why there's so little discussion, <clears throat> excuse me, or focus on the individuals who injected mass hysteria into the populace. There's no discussion about the mainstream media, really. Of course, I mean, it's not that won't be in the mainstream because, well, they're pulling the strings. <laughs> they're, they're making things happen. They're the ones who's controlling the flow of information. Uh, so, of course, they're not going to investigate themselves. I mean, that's, um, that's like getting uh, Governor Cuomo to investigate himself. Of course, he's going to find himself innocent, um, 10 times out of 10, uh, but I, I, he's not very intelligent. I would say nine times out of 10, he probably would slip up somewhere in there. But anyway, so we have the CDC and they, they, they dropped this thing out there. And last year there were people that were still taken to court. They were still evicted the same thing this year. And I know some people out there are going to say, well, you know, that's a real shame. And someone needs to stick it to uh, those individuals that tried to evict their tenants for non-payment. And that's a that's a slippery slope because it's a case by case thing. Not everyone is a uh, is, is an instant victim. Not everyone getting evicted is, you know, they're getting evicted because you know, COVID swooped in and, and took away their jobs, you know, well, for one, it, well, the government intervention did all that stuff, period. And if the focus was on that, people would be heading in the right direction. I think things will be slowly turning around, um, but we're still just, you're playing this game. And of course, every, everything is COVID. But hooray. Thank you, CDC. Even though it still doesn't hold any water, you still, you, you still can be taken to court, but Hey, at least you can feel good about yourself. And then we have Congress who actually has the power and has the ability to put together the legislation to, uh, to hold off evictions. I mean, th they actually have the authority. They have the ability. Our executive branch. Well, you could slap together another, what executive order, number 588 or whatever it is, whatever number we're on now with, uh, with president Biden, but nope, that, you know, that's too much work. It takes too much time. 
in Congress, I mean, they're way too busy taking their recesses and their breaks and their vacations and, you know, uh, all that good stuff. While so many of us are, are still kind of grounded um, since it's hard, it's a bit harder for us to uh, travel internationally and in some cases nationally. <laughs> um, but, you know, they're just way too busy to deal with things like this. But they can step in and make things worse and, and, you know, cause our one problem to have puppies and we can have, you know, 20 problems. But thank you, CDC. <laughs> the same, the same CDC. If you go to their website, which is hilarious when you scroll through, the same CDC will have these postings about how important it is to get vaccinated. I mean, it's like half the over half the website when you scroll through it's just all about getting vaccinated it's all about you know doctors combating this scourge and you need to do the right thing and you know get vaccinated get vaccinated get vaccinated and then you 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 look at some of the articles and there's tons of articles now where it 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 leans on the oh well get vaccinated but understand that you can still transmit it you know, you can still get COVID. There's still a chance you can die from COVID as opposed to with COVID, but that's a whole other story. But you can still die from COVID, but get vaccinated. Oh, and by the way, that whole thing we said, you know, a couple months back, hey, if you get vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. You know, you can ha you can have your life back a little bit, your freedom. You can show off your face, your beautiful smile, all that good stuff. You know, well, well guess what? <laughs> It's now recommended that wearing a mask indoors, even if you've been fully vaccinated, you know, CDC, they recommend it. As the rules just keep flip flopping around and everything, you know, keeping the keeping the folk, uh, the, the, the peasants, I'll say peasants, keeping us peasants on our toes every couple of days. You know, the rules change um, and, and new things just just keep popping up for some strange reason. And it never gets better. <laughs> or I should say it, it hasn't. It, it gets progressively worse. And then there's a little bit of hope. And then it's taken away forever. And then, and then it just goes right back to the chaos. The whole thing is just, it's just funny. It's, it get, and sad that you can have, at least in this country, it's global. At this point, it's global. But I'm talking about this country. 330 million people sitting around waiting for the CDC to tell them it's okay to do this or to do that or to wear this or to wear that or to go here or to go there. You know, that same group of people waiting around for the president to tell them they can go here, they can go there, they can wear this, they can wear that, you know, inject this in their body, don't inject this in their body. They're sitting around waiting for that. It's unbelievable. People wonder why there's so much uh, overreach from a lot of these institutions. Because the populace, I mean, we've been turned into like toddlers. I think well, worse than toddlers. We're, we're sitting around waiting for mommy and daddy to tell us what's what's good, what's bad, what to like, what to, you know, what not to like, what to hate, what to love. And we will remain frozen in place until we get the OK to to do something, something that should just be common sense for just about any adult, you know, to, to make these decisions. But we've become so lost in it. I mean, it's 
even when you talk about these these shots and I've had people that'll message me um, sometimes they'll use very colorful language you know F you F this hope you F and die all kinds of just loving stuff um, mostly from the left by the way but <laughs> very very touching stuff um, get get the shot you know it's it's your fault that we're dealing with all this stuff if you if you would just do as they say and it was the same thing well last year was the mask if if you just put your mask on we can all go back to normal you know and that's what that's what was thrown at a lot of people and then last year I said well guess what it's gonna go from mask to shots and then here we are you know if you just get the shot we can all return to normal and I can't help but to chuckle just a little just a little you know, after seeing all these stickers and, you know, I got vaccinated and all these shots and, you know, these pictures of people getting the shot and, and they're so proud and, and, you know, people telling me, hey, you know, well, I'm going to be able to travel. I'm going to be able to do this. I don't have to wear a mask and I get to do this and this and yada, 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 you know. And I just looked and I said, no, no, not really. But all right, sure. And then sure enough, here we are. Where there's there's this bizarre universe that we're living in where you can be told that you must get something to protect you from something but then at the same time oh well even though you got that something to protect you from something you still can get that something you can still transmit that something and you can still die from that something but you have to get this thing to protect you from it it's like well wait a minute Did, I, have, have we changed the, the definitions of, of certain words in, in our dictionary. Did we, did we change the meaning of protection? Does protection no longer mean to defend or to protect? You know, does it mean something else? Does protect now mean, like, make you vulnerable, make you weak? You know, or, like, what exactly is it? Because I, I can't keep up. I can't keep up with all this stuff. And it's just, it's very, it's just simple. Simple stuff. I mean, if you just ask questions, you. I mean, the people you're talking to, they'll get incre incredibly frustrated for the most part. Uh, at least that's been my experience. When you ask the question, you know, someone will lob a question my way. Well, you know, why why won't you get the shot? And then my question and right back is, well, why do I need it? Well, you need the protection. Oh, so you're protected. Yeah, I'm protected. Oh, so you can't get COVID since you're vaccinated. Oh, why? Well, well, I can get it. Okay, uh, so then it's a hundred percent chance you won't die from it if you do get it. Well, not exactly. All right, so then why do I need it? <laughs> or I'll get the vaccines work. Well, technically that's true. They they kind of work based off the numbers, sure. But they also kind of don't work. You know what? Why is it that we're not talking about? You know, the 10,000 plus, the number keeps growing. Actually, I need to get back on the uh, vears.hhs.gov site and take a look at the um, adverse uh, adverse reactions to, to vaccines and check those numbers and the death numbers because they just keep going up. But we can't talk about the 10,000 people that have died from, from these shots. And why isn't that listed as a side effect? Who knows? Who knows? We can't... <laughs> You know, it, it, I would say death since it, that's it's happening no matter how small the number is, you know, no matter how mundane it might seem to some, you know, it, it's still worth listing. Even though it's 
it's not a part of any of the promotional material that you know you see on the CDC site um, and a lot of other places or through our mainstream media. You know, of course not. But the people deserve that information. But we're not getting that. We get the, we get the CDC uh, pretending like they're the fourth branch of government stepping in, stopping people from getting evicted, while at the same time not stopping people from getting evicted because they're still getting evicted. <laughs> but, but let's cheer. Let's be happy. Like, oh, thank you, CDC. You know, you really did us a solid. You know, I mean, it'd be awesome if, you know, maybe government intervention, you know, maybe that would be stopped. You know, can, can we can we put a halt on that? Is there like a, a moratorium for that? for government intervention. So, you know, we can go back to our, our jobs, our, our, our lives and everything, be allowed to make our own choices, you know, as if we're free living in a free nation, which is something that we like to say. Some people still say it now. And I, I chuckle a little bit and I love to ask, you know, well, what, what are you free to do exactly at this point? <laughs> you're free to work. You're free to pay taxes. You're free to die. You're free to, you know, uh, take naps when you can, I guess. Um, you know, are you free to travel uh, internationally? Are you free to, <laughs> I mean, just please give me, show me this free list, you know, and also show me, show me the list of things you can do. That's not somehow controlled, uh, uh, tax, uh, monitored by some entity that's tied to our government, some federal agency or whatever. I mean, yeah, come back and tell me just how free you really are, you know, so Thanks a lot for that. Thanks a lot. So the CDC. I'm curious to see just how far. If, and I, I think they're going to they're going to keep pushing. They're going to keep pushing. I'm curious to see just how far they're, they're willing to go this year. I mean, we've got the um, all the Delta variant scares and uh, all that stuff that's going on. And of course, they have to play with the wording because it's not it's not. Um, Initially, they, you know, the, the most deadly, the most deadly, the most deadly. Um, but they can't really say that because there's just not enough. There's not enough footage and there's not enough propaganda. There's not enough out there for them to play with. So they, they have to play wordsmith with it a little bit. And now it's, you know, the most, uh, most dangerous, you know, it has the most potential danger, the highest potential risk, you know, projected this potential that possibly this maybe that. You know, so we're out here just scrambling on a bunch of, I don't know, possible scenarios, you know. So and that's I guess that's a new part of the scientific method or the pseudo scientific method where we just uh, run in circles and we just react as things change. And we don't ask any of the difficult questions or, or the relevant questions. We just nod our heads go here, go there, wear this, wear that, take this shot, you know, and that's it. No questions, no questions. Trust the science. Even though there's 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 no such thing as the science. It's it's something that constantly evolves, you know, as as new information is introduced and, you know, more proofs are done and reviews and case studies and all that fun stuff. And we apply that to a lot of other things, the scientific method. We apply it to a lot of other things, but not this, not, not COVID. It's, it's like the sacred calf or something like it can, it cannot be disturbed by anything, especially not logic or, or reason or 
or questions or, or any of that. You, you just accept it and go. And if you do ask questions, you know what you are. You are a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Which is great. I love that. I, I think I get that maybe once a day, something like that. Which is fine. But that's the CDC for you. Our new um, fourth branch. Or maybe it's like an extension of one of the other branches. Maybe it's somehow tied to the executive branch. And we just didn't know. It's just not written down anywhere. So I, I don't know. You know, maybe maybe I missed it. But I love seeing all, all these different articles pop up about this stuff. And the and I love looking at any any reviews or comments or, you know, because I'm always curious about um, just that 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 initial reaction. And with this in particular, it was incredibly positive, even though what they're doing means absolutely nothing. And if someone takes the court, if a landlord takes someone to court over this and some have, they're more than likely going to win. For a lot of reasons, you know, for one, because it's the CDC, it's it's some legislative (laughs) it's some piece of legislation from the CDC. I mean, I, I could take someone to court over this and win and I can, I can, you know, I, I can represent myself in this situation. It's really not that complicated. But once again, it's right back to the, uh, the feeling good and, and looking good, not, not actually doing good, not about the, the actions themselves and the results they yield. It's just all about how you feel. That's the the hedonistic uh, stage that we're in. And that applies to a lot of things. You know, so it's it's still, you know, it's fascinating to me. The 2020s, it's it's like a case study to stepping back and, and watching um, exactly, you know, what's happening and, and trying to guess, you know, what's coming next. It's like a. Um, it's like a game of cards or, or poker you're, you're trying to count the cards and try and see if you can predict what comes up next sometimes sometimes you're right sometimes you're wrong um but i truly do hope i i you know i'll take hope out i won't say hope <laughs> i have a feeling that with time you know people will step back really step back and look at what's happening here and, and start to ask questions and then look at themselves. And when they do, it's going to be a, a very sad day. There's going to be a lot of adults, um, a lot of parents as well that are going to step back and they're going to look at their actions. They're going to look at everything that's happened over the past 18 months and they're going to look in the mirror and they're not going to like what they see. I mean, we, we've all had that moment. It's just, I had that moment and a lot of other people like me had that moment early on. And there's some people that are still playing the game, you know, playing a part of the con and it hasn't hit them yet, but it will happen sooner or later. I had my moment where I, I got up and I looked in the mirror and I just, you know, I didn't like what I saw. And I just thought, man, what, what am I doing with my time? What am I, you know, what, is really happening right now. What am I missing here? Something feels wrong. I should investigate this. I should dig into this, ask and ask questions and I should stop 
waiting for someone to deliver everything to me. Because that, that's one of the greatest problems in this country. And I'm sure we're not alone. I'm sure it's not just the United States. There's plenty of others. Where we, we've become this like, conditioned toddler. We wait for mommy and daddy to bring us food. We wait for mommy and daddy to bring us the latest news. We wait for mommy and daddy to bring us guidance and instruction. And over time, we've, we've started thinking for ourselves less and less and less. We have way more distractions now with, with social media and all our, our great gadgets and all these things, which are, are incredibly helpful. You know, I, I love my, my, my iPad. It comes in handy. I like my phone, all that stuff. It's great. But it, it's a double-edged sword. These things we own can own us quite easily. And a lot, of, a lot of times that's exactly the case. So we're only in, let's see, we just creeped into August of 2021 and we still have um, eight, eight years and a few more months um, before we reach 2030. So. Uh, I'm curious to see how this all how this all shakes up, you know, uh, but if you are out there and you're in a tight spot and you're um, teetering on that possible scenario of being evicted, just understand that you need to do you need to do your due diligence and dig into exactly what your rental agreement is or whatever it was that you signed with your landlord or with your leasing office or, or whatever. And prepare yourself, because if you're just sitting back thinking, oh, look at that. The CDC just extended uh, the eviction moratorium. Oh, great. I'm safe. Well, no, you're not. Not really. And for those that think that, you know, these landlords are terrible people for doing this, you know, understand that they have obligations, too. I mean, we're all working for someone, unfortunately. That's just the way it is. 99.9% of us were, were working for someone. And these property managers and landlords and, and uh, lease managers, all that stuff, they all answer to someone and they all have to pay someone for their lot space, for their rental properties. And if they're not collecting money, well, I'm sorry, but the, the CDC can't turn around and also make another moratorium to stop them <laughs> from losing their, their, their collection of rental properties or to, to lose their like apartment complex or something. There's no one that's going to step in to protect them necessarily. Now, if you have employees, you know, PPP loans, stuff like that, little things, but yeah, no, no one's going to care. When you say the CDC, look, the CDC just extend good for you. You know, but you still owe me, uh, but COVID, you know, Okay, sure, but you're still living within this space here. You're using the, the, the faculties, you're using the utilities and all that kind of stuff. You know, you're, you're, you're using a service and a product without payment. I mean, we're just talking about just, just basic human transactions in a civilized society, you know, so, and you're breaking that. It's unfortunate that you're in this situation, yes, but you're still in this situation. And as an adult, you still have to figure something out 
and sitting around waiting on the government is a terrible idea. And there's there's lots of people out there and I've seen lots of, you know, minorities out there that are sitting around waiting for the government to do something and to give them something. I've seen you know lots of poor people waiting around for the government to do something or give them something. And, you know, if you're waiting around for a politician to do the do the quote unquote right thing and look out for you, I'm sorry, but you're, you're going to be waiting a long time unless there's an alignment between, you know, what they want and what you want. And if, if they maybe if they need your votes, they might pander to you a little bit, maybe give you some scraps, something like that. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I think I've had about enough of the scraps. I think I, I just want to do for myself and, and, and look out for my family and I don't know, do that whole American dream thing that used to be a thing, you know, some decades ago. I mean, it's been dead and gone a little while, but um, but it used to be a beautiful notion of being able to create something on your own and build something, you know, and and build a family and all that good stuff. You know, have that strong sense of purpose and commitment and goals and achievements and, you know, all those things that were once so real. Um, and now it just it just feels like we're all just sitting around waiting for somebody to just drop something in our laps. And the handful of people that are left, a few, the ones that are doing all the inventing and and, and drawing all the original pictures and making the original music and creating original cinematography and, and all that stuff that the creators, that number is just, they're, they're shrinking. And the ones that do find success, well, these days they, they tend to get uh, demonized uh, by, by those that maybe didn't make those same achievements or have those same talents, you know, but I'll save all that for another time. But I just was sitting and just was thinking about this, uh, about the CDC in particular and just how they're just this propaganda extension. Um, but, uh, just my thoughts. So I'm curious, just what do you guys out there think about the CDC? You know, do they have the authority to issue things like this? Do they have the ability to create pseudo legislation? And for it to actually hold weight for the Supreme Court, you know, does, does that sound like something that's constitutional? Does that sound like something um, our, our forefathers would be giving two thumbs up for, you know, or do you believe they'd be rolling over in their graves wondering how the heck did things crumble so quickly? <laughs> a little over 100 years, just a downward spiral, you know, so. Please feel free to shoot me a message, either through the Anchor app. Um, you also can still find me on, on Facebook and uh, Instagram on the Snell Nation page there. Um, let me see. Yeah, yeah, those are the places you can find me. And, of course, the podcast itself is spread out over, I think, 12 or 13 platforms. The, I think uh, Apple Podcasts is the most popular at the moment. And the Anchor app and Spotify are pretty high up there as well. So feel free to jump on. Take a listen. Let me know what you think. And thanks again for all your support and feedback. Snell Nation out.